I don't know. It's silly how easy it is. You literally just take off your clothes and stand there, and people draw you. <laughs> like, you know, you know I, I, I could only aspire to have people want to draw me nude, so I, I tip my hat to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's funny, though, because, like, you know, people at the Academy, like, they're models and stuff. I mean, any kind of body type, you know what I mean? Like, in fact, the more flaws on your body, the better, because it just makes it a more interesting study. So, uh, you know. Yeah, then I wouldn't be kind of that. Well, you should do it anyway, because that'd be fun. Gentlemen, boys and girls, to Shadowcast Episode 3. I am your host, Whiskey Neon, and unlike previous episodes where we have the Shadow Systems crew, tonight it's just myself and a very special guest uh, who, well, hell, why don't you introduce yourself, Miss Naughty Lola? Hi, um, I'm Naughty Lola. I'm a burlesque entertainer fetishist, writer, and model from Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, I'm here with my dear friend doing a little, little podcast. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so, uh, all right, just to, to get it off uh, right here, uh, we're, we usually do news segments and everything first off, but in, in lieu of that, uh, why don't you uh, tell people a little bit of news about what you're doing and how they can find out more about uh, what's going on with your whole scene. Uh, sure. So, um, like I said, I'm a burlesque entertainer uh, from Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm a part of um, Lafayette premier burlesque troupe, Boom Boom Burlesque. You can find us on Facebook. Um, I have a personal Facebook page, Naughty Lola, and you can also find me on Instagram at the wisest girl on earth, which is my little tagline. Um, and yeah, I do, I do burlesque and last yet. Um, I'm also a, a part of the fetish scene. Um, we recently have a kickstarted a fetish series of burlesque shows, which is the only one of its kind um, in the region. Um, if you go to places like New Orleans, they'll have like fetish nights with burlesque entertainment, but there's no like dedicated fetish burlesque show. So I'm really proud of the success that that's been having. We have a, a monthly fetish burlesque show in Lafayette, um, and they've been really, really successful. And I'm kind of, uh, stepping into online, um, kicking off a website, um, making clips of, um, fetish content, fetish material, um, that's going to be really, really broad, uh, anything from foot fetish to latex to, um, I guess more obscure, uh, fetishes and things like that, um, that you'd be able to purchase on my website. Um, and sometimes I'll put out items that I've worn or 
items that I've signed or things like that that you could also purchase. You could see pictures because I do modeling too. So there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. It sounds like a lot of stocking stuffers there. <laughs> it's like Christmas every day. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so uh, I, you know, I, I've I've been a uh, a visitor of one of your, I guess, normal bur burlesque shows, not the fetish ones. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and, and I will say that uh, aside from mistakenly going to the women's restroom, um, <laughs> which was a horrifying experience for me. Uh, <laughs> the the overall show itself was just an absolute blast um i i don't remember it, it was a very hazy night for me in general i, I guess maybe because <laughs> of the amount of skin there and alcohol consumed uh but mm -hmm. i remember i remember your segment uh i, I gotta ring a bell that's what i gotta do right uh yeah yeah <laughs> french lessons but lola yes yeah <laughs> It lots of, a lot of uh, yeah, lots of lots of alcohol, lots of fun times. We we really love to involve the audience. It's just a lot of fun. Every show is different. And just a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I noticed that is that uh, it, it was it was exactly just as much fun as you would imagine it being. Like yeah, of course it's like you get to see uh, chicks be in skimpy outfits, but that's not even remotely mm -hmm. what it's about. It's it's a, it's a really entertaining show that uh, is of course it's really sexy, but on top of that, there's a huge comedic element to it. Um, yeah, just a good time for the whole family. <laughs> just... <laughs> Not exactly for anybody 18 and older, but, um, yeah, no, I mean, like it's been, it's been a wild ride because I'm from an area where when, when boom, boom burlesque started up in Lafayette, um, most people did not know what burlesque was about. So we've had to sort of educate them. Um, and take them with us on this journey, and it just keeps getting better and better. Um, you know, it isn't just about the peel and the clothing removal, even though that is a prominent aspect throughout the entire show. But, um, you know, you see heavy costuming, you get, you know, a lot of body comedy. Um, right now we actually have an aerialist who does um, trapeze and... Uh, aerial silks and we have a pole dancer so we just have a lot of circusy stuff just a lot of cool stuff it's a mixed bag of awesome so super exciting yeah yeah I, it was it was yeah worth every penny and then some when i when i went out um had a great and time. that was at the beginning so i know i can I only mean, imagine if I'm you ever come back to Lafayette, yeah 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 you definitely need to because it's just it's it's so much more detailed these days. It's it's great. It's come a long way. So oh wow, can't I, wait. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, let, let's let's dive in here. Uh, this is going to be a little different format here, where we can go back and forth and just have a dialogue about all of this. Um, uh, as far as uh, you, yeah. So explain what. What brings someone to want to? Uh, so we're taking this from the security perspective, right? Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, there's motivating factors there, and wanting to be a 
what, what's the pr- proper term for a, a burlesque girl? Is it a burlesque girl? I mean, what, or is there like a term yeah. I don't know about? Okay. No, uh, you can, I mean, burlesque, burlesque entertainer. Um, okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it's kind of <laughs> gender fun. neutral. There's male and female and yeah. gender. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, to, to be an entertainer, what was the uh, uh, motivating factor? Like, what, what dro- drove you into doing this? Um, I mean, I've always had an entertainer's spirit. And I, getting older, um, I was always a dancer and things like that. But, um, when I started kind of figuring out what I wanted my career to be, I was just never satisfied with corporate or nine to five or anything like that. So it was actually recently, as I was just telling you previously, that I decided to, uh, do this all as a career and everything. Um, so with the security aspect in mind, um, it's been a very, uh, interesting and slow process to separate my persona in my personal life from Lola um, to keep myself safe, you know, because, I mean, who Lola is on stage is is very similar to who I really am in my personal life. But, uh, you know, I just, I, I am always, because I guess it's this kind of, inborn thing being a woman and stuff um you know you kind of just want to protect yourself from cd characters and things like that uh, so it's it's been you know it's it's been a an interesting process kind of just doing my research and figuring out what's the best way to go about it to keep myself safe um especially being that i i do have a presence online so right you know yeah that's changed yeah. everything as far as that goes now um, mm-hmm. when we, when we take this from a security standpoint, uh, what, mm-hmm. what it's known as is, uh, OPSEC or operational security. So, uh, mm-hmm. this is kind of like a part two in a multi-part series that we're doing on this and operational security, uh, is, uh, something that in the hacking world is preached heavily to protect ourselves. But, um, one thing that I've, I've, advocated for and tried to expose more and more people to the same concepts that you see in military and uh, hacking and and things like this, where you need to have operational security uh, and communication Mm -hmm. security is is branching out to other people. So in identifying uh, what you are involved with, who you interact with and all of that, there's threat models are, are, are what we develop and work around to see potential threat actors, people who may mm-hmm. uh, cause you harm in different ways. Mm-hmm. So uh, in, in, in uh, trying to identify that, I, I know you obviously, obviously, uh, even before doing uh, the entertainer thing, uh, you you dealt with creeps in life, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I, I I've known about some of them, but um, <laughs> ha, how how has that changed since you've uh, since Lola has emerged? Uh, is it more of the same, or is it a different ball game? Um, well, it's it's kind of been a a steady shift to a different ball game, I guess. Um, I started doing 
dominatrix work when I was around 18, and it's kind of been um, sporadic uh, since then, um, you know, just exploring my fetish identity and um, it constantly evolving and changing. And um, when uh, it's weird because a lot of people think that fetishists are creepy, weird people when in reality, I think a lot of the time it's, you know, those, not to like profile or anything, but I think like if I had to put an identity on creepy, um, it would be the 20 something year old guy who is like um, a freak or even has like, I guess, uh, homoerotic tendencies who is closeting that but is still curious about it. Um, but they don't want to admit it. They tend to act out aggressively or to be really um, just very forceful uh, with their uh, approach or their language. Um, and that can just be indicators of, whoa, red flag, like, you know, I need to protect myself. Um, I've been approached online so many times by, you know, guys like this. And it's it's very... I don't know. It's weird. Like I never really know how to take steps to kind of prevent this from happening. I just block them or ignore them. You know, um, there's only so much you can do. So, right. yeah. Is this is this, but, yeah. is this as you as a person, or or like as your personal identity, or is this you as as uh, Lola, or both that you're you're talking about right now? Um, I would I would say more so as Lola. Um, I, uh, I'm very much just kind of private in my private life and I have a very small and close circle of friends. So it's kind of hard for people like that to, to penetrate, you know, the, the ironclad small group of friends. But, right. um, being as Lola is like a more public figure, um, and I do have, uh, that sort of presence online, um, that's where I tend to get a lot of that kind of attention. So that's yeah. crazy analysis there. I would not have, I mean, it makes sense when you say it out loud, but that's definitely mm-hmm. not what I would think the target demographic would be. So that's, that's very, yeah, insightful. no, it, it's very, it's very strange. Like it's, I don't know why, but it's rarely ever women. Um, usually like guys in their, mid twenties to like early thirties who, I mean, I don't, again, I really don't want to profile people because I really am like this equal opportunity kind of person who gives everybody a shot. But, um, you know, they'll have like a picture of their abs or a picture of like their dick in the picture or something, you know, and they're just very aggressive in their approach. And, it's just like, whoa, hang on, you know, I'm not like your property or anything. Why are you coming at me like that, you know? They'll be like, oh, send me a new picture. Oh, you're so hot. You're so sexy, you know? And, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm out there, and I'm, I I am, I guess, for lack of better terms, um, a stripper, and I am an out fetishist and things like that. But you come at people with respect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, regardless of whatever they do. Yeah, like that's, I don't even think that's really a factor. I mean, I've had, uh, like, one of the things that I do is, 
us and open source intelligence where I, I have multiple profiles for various identities and genders on multiple dating sites, social networking sites mm -hmm. to dig in and, and get information on people. And yeah. if I log into any female account of mine, it doesn't even matter if I mm -hmm. put a profile picture, it's bombarded with dick pics and I mean, <laughs> like, like any swinging yeah. dick in a 250 mile radius or are, are larger. <laughs> What's crazy for me yeah. is the is the foreign is the foreign dudes like dudes in, in yeah. India seem to just do nothing yeah. but hit on American women. Uh, I don't understand that. Um, I've I've kind of made a an, a silent observation that it, it tends to be a lot of Turkish guys. Yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've got a lot of Turkish activity, uh, which is hilarious, yeah. being that it's a, a, like a. Uh, a very uh, religious uh, country. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's weird because a lot of, you know, just kind of taking inventory of what these guys are saying to me whenever they approach me online. Um, for me in particular, I think a lot of these guys had like a, a blonde fetish or something, you know, like I guess in, in Turkey, they don't encounter a whole lot of blonde women. So it's weird. They're like, I love your long, shiny blonde hair. And I'm just like, oh, thanks. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so I, I guess going with that, like, all right. So you post pictures, uh, online. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I have to wonder what, I, I know your, your personality and you're going to laugh at a lot mm -hmm. of stuff, but, Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, but like when you get these comments coming in on pictures and, mm -hmm. and, and various things, what's, what's the reaction to that? Cause some people are really fucking inappropriate and just awful. Mm -hmm. And like, what, what, what's, do you laugh at it? Are you freaked out? Like, what is the response there? Um, majority of the time people are well behaved. Um, majority of the time and it's it's usually like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so sexy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Um, I post a lot of, like, uh, woman-friendly content. Like, a lot of the stuff I post is about empowerment and things like that. So um, I do have, like, a really prominent female following, and I really appreciate that and really like to play into that. But I do have a lot of guys that follow me, and... Um, you know, they'll be like, you're so sexy, you're so beautiful, whatever. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, I do my best to reply to every single comment. And then, of course, you do get the odd, inappropriate, you know, comment or something. And I just, I tend to not reply. Um, there was a, a thing that occurred a couple weeks ago. This guy had um, liked my Lola page. Um, and I, and he immediately... Uh-oh. I lost her. That sucks. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Okay, okay. I lost yes. you there. Yes, hi. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so he liked your page and then he immediately... Yeah. Yeah, he immediately started liking all my pictures. <laughs> um, Which is fine. That You know, that happens from time to time. Somebody, you know, will like my page and then just go on like a, a rampage and just start liking everything, which is great. Um, but he started commenting on a couple of pictures and his comments were just really weird. Like, oh my God, I want to marry you. Oh my God, I'm in love with you. Things like that. And I was just like, okay, not replying to any of this. Um, and then he started sending me private messages 
And he was like, hey, Lola, I love you so much. Like, you're so beautiful and things like that. And I didn't reply. Um, And he just kept sending messages like that. And I went to his profile, and it didn't seem like it was legit. Like, he had no friends, and his pictures were just all the same thing or not like a real person. And um, so I was just really weirded out, uh, and I decided to block him. So I blocked him, and then I guess he found my email. Oh, God. Lost her again. This isn't good. Just when the story's picking up. All right, let's see. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Hello? You, you, you dropped again. Oh, hi. I'm back. Yeah. Again. <laughs> could you hear me? Okay. Then? Was that it? Like, yeah, I can still hear you. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, I can still hear you. Every time you say, oh, we lost her again, I'm like, I can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Hopefully this won't continue. That's okay. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, continue. He uh, he found your email address. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he found my email address, um, which I put on my... I put... I have a designated Naughty Lola um, email address that I use for bookings and stuff uh, that I put on my Lola Facebook and you really kind of have to search to find it. And he found it and he emailed me and he was angry and he was like, why did you block me? And I was just really freaked out at this point. And basically all I could do from there is just ignore and kind of wait for him to kind of just forget about it or move on because, um, you know, I mean, what else, what else do you do from there? Uh, you blocked him on your social media and he's emailing you, you know, like you can report him, but what exactly, you know, yeah, will happen from there. If it's a fake um, account, what are they going to do? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's about as far as I could go with it. But that's, that's the only um, really persistent, I guess, uh, creepy situation that's happened so far, which I'm super thankful for because, um, you know, I have like acute stranger danger, so I'm, <laughs> I'm always like kind of afraid of that stuff happening. But yeah. Well, well, one thing that you can do is uh, send me that email address, and I can find out mm -hmm. who he is. So. <laughs> well, I'll bother you with that next time. Actually, I mean, I can, you know, whenever we get off of here, I can send you that email address to see if it's still active or whatever if you can find out some info or something we can yeah, definitely kind of work with that let's see yeah but he yeah. stopped so that's you know well ignoring was but, the best idea because that's definitely if you engage then then that's going to just i don't know some people yeah. will do that for thrills like a, that's their own fetish uh mm -hmm. so you know that that was that was a good move on your part yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to say in the first place. And, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just crazy weird. Well, but, so, so yeah. ha, have has anyone ever, like, been able to figure out Lola and then get your actual identity? Has that happened outside of, you know, people who, who obviously know you uh, as a person? Um, yeah, it has, um, just because Facebook is a funny little thing. Um, apparently, and this, uh, I was talking to a couple of burlesque entertainers, and this has happened to them too. Um, apparently, when someone, like, 
likes your page, um, you your connected account automatically comes up on their suggested friends. Um, so that's a little weird. Um, so I've had a little bit of crossover from that, but um, not a whole lot. So I'm I'm happy about that because I just I really do like to keep that separate as separate as I can. Um, it's just you know just for safety reasons and all that. But there has been a little bit of crossover because of that because um, Facebook is sometimes lame. <laughs> right. Well, I would what I would suggest in that case is uh, creating a, a completely separate, uh, just fake uh, Facebook account, and uh, mm-hmm. in, inside of Facebook under your actual account that you know your real account that you run Naughty Lola under, you can go into the settings and add that account as the administrator. And then and then remove yourself as the administrator, basically, uh, once you log in on the other accounts so that y- your personal account's no longer attached to the Naughty yeah. Lola one. That might help with some That's of a that. really, yeah, that's a good suggestion, actually. Because I know that some girls had been using their burlesque name on a personal profile, kind of like you know, what you and I have on Facebook. Um, And Facebook started just deleting, like, their accounts because, you know, it wasn't their legitimate name. It's a violation of their terms of service, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they just started wiping out their pages, and some of these girls had, like, 20,000 friends or A, B, and C, you know, all of of this, you know, all these people following them and pictures and everything, and getting wiped out so mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> facebook has uh been giving the burley community a, a little bit of a, a little bit of trouble but um i've always just had a fan page so it's i i don't have anything bad to say about the format or anything like that it's, it's been working pretty good so um yeah I would, yeah I a would, lot of I would, I would highly suggest uh uh you know spreading the word that creating uh you know you can go to like fake name if you wanted to mm-hmm. or just come up with something like jane smith just it has to be a a, a believable name um but create yeah. a separate email account aside from your your booking account that you use for that account because mm-hmm. someone like me can take that email address and go through the uh, password reset um you know options or possibly try to get into that actual account itself to hijack it there's that that's a more common uh technique for taking over pages that do have a following so um for example um not too long ago a a playboy model reached out uh to uh the dallas hackers association administration uh asking for help because her facebook page got hacked and um, what occurred there was that she has all of these thousands of followers and it was hijacked just mm-hmm. so that that malicious actor could post links under that account to like malicious websites. So it doesn't even have to be something that's that's specific to being a creeper or anything. It can just be someone yeah. that's opportunist. So kind of segmenting right. it, making it as hard as possible uh, is a good idea and a good measure if you're going to 
have the following that I mean you already have a decent following uh as far as I'm concerned you have over a thousand people liking your page and yeah it's pretty it's pretty exciting but yeah I you, you need to take some steps there to to make sure that you know you're all of that work doesn't get hijacked by some asshole basically right yeah making it like a maze and confusing right. and such yeah yeah. I get that. I get that. So I'm gonna have it, my I'm gonna have my web dude jump on that because because <laughs> once it starts getting you know me once it starts getting a little little complicated tech wise I'm just kind of like all right yeah. I'm gonna stay here with a drink and watch you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so uh, moving on to your 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 next level when you're you're launching this site. Um, that's mm -hmm. when a whole new ball game, in my opinion, uh, comes into light. And I know you're concerned about that. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, that's where I guess we can get into the, the meat and potatoes here. Um, so here's a quick list of things that I would suggest and you can stop me and, and ask for more or whatever as I go through it, uh, so number one, number one rule mm -hmm. uh, of when you're posting pictures online, because that's a big part of all of this, obviously, is posting the pictures. Right. Yeah. Um, is never cross correlating the same picture that you use on any personal account to any account that you use that is under a uh, another identity. So um, if there's a right. picture yeah. that you post on your personal Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, and you post that exact same picture on another online account, um, reverse image searches are really easy to do. In Chrome, it's just a right-click away, and you can search for that image, and it, that's, a, that's a very easy tool of open-source intelligence to be able to correlate accounts with others. Um, and that is a very simple and quick method of seeing, oh, okay, well, this is a picture she posted on Lola's account, and I see this mm -hmm. account over here, and it's got the same picture. Yeah. And, then yeah. and then you're exposed, basically. So, Right, that, exactly. That's, that's, that's a suggestion that I would definitely make there. The, the pictures that, have you done that yet? Is that something that you've done in the mm -hmm. past? Um, I mean, maybe in the beginning, mm -hmm. whenever I was first starting up my fan page and a lot of my content was not as racy as it is these days, yeah. um, <laughs> there might've been a little bit of crossover there, but these days, not really. Um, I'm really good about, you know, everything being separate and stuff. Uh, I really don't, you know, do a whole lot of cross-posting and things like that so but it's a good thing to keep in mind because um it'll happen like sometimes it, it does tend to happen like rarely um you know I'll take like a super cute picture traveling or something you know just like a selfie when I'm on the road and I'll post it on my personal I'll post it on my Lola page I'll post it on Instagram you know just like across the board uh -huh. um so it's a good thing to keep in mind you know to, to keep all that separate you know um, especially if I'm going to be putting something on my website, um, yeah. I definitely don't want it being traced back to my personal site. 
So. Right. Yeah. That's that's a huge. Concern. I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I would suggest is, uh, like with your videos, if I, I know you're probably going to do things. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I would assume that some of it's going to be like studio work or is this going to be stuff that's shot at home? How, how do you plan on doing that? Um, I do have a space outside of my apartment that I use for photo shoots. Um, I even use it as like a, an area to costume and stuff like that. Um, some of my videos will be posted there and the rest can actually probably be um, filmed in my bedroom and things like that. Uh, it depends on what the video is about and things right. like that. Uh, right. You know, what what what's the content of it. Um, you know, so basically okay. that's it. But uh, I do make sure, I, I do take a lot of measures to make sure that the space I'm using to um, either be photographed in or videoed in is clear of like personal effects in the background and things like that. Um, you know, no pictures, nothing that could identify the space, I guess. Um, you know, stuff like that, small little security measures that I, I tend to keep in mind. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. what I was going to suggest, uh, that yeah. <laughs> you have a, a very mindful walkthrough and then uh, analyzing the video as well because, you know, things might slip your mind at the time because it's just there. It's always been there. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. once it's online, you can't pull it back. So um, that's one right. thing I'd be worried about. Now, are you planning on doing any like cam, like webcam stuff, or is it all just going to be clips? As in live? Yeah. Um, maybe later. Okay. Uh, I think I'm just going to start with like short 10 minute pre recorded videos um, that'll be able to be purchased on a um, preview kind of thing. Um, right. And then. Eventually, I might graduate to uh, Lola's going to be online from this time to this time uh, if you want a webcam with her or whatever um, or something like that. I don't know. Or people can purchase, I don't know, 30 minutes with me via webcam or whatever live. Right. I don't know. I'm just brainstorming ideas for the future, but I'm just going to start with pre-recorded first. Okay. Um, well, you know, like a lot of yeah. uh, cam girls will do uh, private Skype sessions and stuff like that, and um, right, right. And so, yeah, that's, I, that's uh, one thing that I would uh, stress to uh, if you're going to do that type of thing to um, try to <laughs> try to keep things uh, as as uh, isolated, even sounds in the background. People are really good at identifying things. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I'm just, it's unfamiliar territory for me, um, so it's something I'll really have to think about before I engage in it, kind of iron out the details, because I want it to be very, um, I guess, very thought out, you know, and uh, just, you know, I want to make sure that... Uh, Nothing, nothing crazy goes on where they can 
figure out where I live or et cetera, right. you know. Yeah, because um, right now, like, yeah. you know, the geographical location is there. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, without being too much of, like, freaking you out, I guess. But, hey, it's it's valid threats uh, that you may face. As your profile increases and you're doing uh, these shows, uh, wh what, have, what have your thoughts been about, like, a really dedicated fan um like following you home or or that type of thing have you that has that crossed your mind has that been something you've considered i mean um the closest thing to that that's happened um is this guy liked my lola page and he's from the area and he started coming to the shows and he'll come to the shows pretty frequently. And um, every now and then he'd come after a show and give me a hug and tell me that was his favorite and things like that. And um, at one point he started doing it more regularly. And in the back of my mind, I was just kind of like, okay, this is getting a little excessive. And um, luckily for me, I, I'm never really alone um, until I get to my apartment. Uh, and then, you know, in, at my apartment, I'm never really alone either, but, um, in the process of getting to and from shows, I am surrounded by, luckily, very intimidating looking males. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I'm never really scared, but, um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I carry around pepper spray and things like that. Uh, there is that fear in the back of my mind, you know, like what, what's the next level of scary from just, right. you know, this guy coming to the shows. Um, yeah, I always think about it, but so far nothing like that's happened yet. So, um, you know, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping it doesn't get to that point, but just in case it does, you know, I, I, I'm, been reading up on precautions and things like that. I know you're here to help me with the online section of it. Right. So, well, all, <laughs> so unless all... you want to come over here from Texas <laughs> and and be my personal bodyguard, you know. <laughs> if I, if I could, I would. If you know that. Uh... <laughs> so, well, what is what what is your greatest like fear in 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 all of this? Like. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't want to say greatest fear. I mean, that could that would definitely be like kidnapping, murder, obviously. But like, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> let's let's make you, you regret this. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> what what is what is something that you 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 feel right now? Just your standard day to day doing this. That that is the number one thing that you're afraid of the most. Um. You know what I think about whenever I think of people getting, like, weirdly obsessed and, uh, you know, just having, I guess, like, um, a psychological illness irritated by being obsessed with, like, me or somebody else. Um, you know, I'm just afraid that they'll take it to the point of, like, harming themselves because they can't like be friends with me or come to a show or something like that, you know, like that is, that's a real fear. And it's super scary to think that it could get that far, you know, yeah. like, um, 
I uh, I have a relative. I have a cousin who's my age, and she she has um, she has mental illness, and she is obsessed with this actor. And whenever like whenever she starts fixating on him, she gets really um, irritated and agitated that she'll never get to actually be his friend. Um, and so that hits really close to home, you know, it's a very real kind of tangible fear, um, that, you know, me thinking of myself as a public figure, uh, has, you know, for other people who see me as whatever they think I am, you know, um, burlesque entertainer, fetishist, whatever, um, yeah, that's that's something I would never consider, but that's very true. You could totally see that uh, uh, happening. Yeah, I, I've I've noticed like a lot of like cam girls will have dudes who are completely one hundred percent obsessed with them. Like they will throw so much money down every single day and and just talk to them like they're friends. And yeah, and that's and that's cool in a sense where you can develop a friendship there. But I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like that whole thing where people fall in love with strippers, where it's 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 a it's work, and then there's real yeah. life. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if some exactly. people who are in that state can separate that. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's, a that's another thing. You know, yeah, that's another thing was. Um, a lot of, I mean, I've I've kind of lightly dipped into femdom and and such, uh, where, you know, you humiliate somebody by basically extorting money from them and such because they want it. Um, but, uh, I mean, it can get a little freaky because sometimes whenever people spend money on you, they think that they are entitled to a right. certain amount of attention. Um, so that's something that I'm, I also consider because a lot of women who are in my line of business who are cam girls or fetishists or whatever tend to have, you know, people who throw money on them and then expect something in return when, you know, the premise of throwing the money is you give it to me because you want to. And then whatever I want to give back is whatever I want to give back. If it's nothing, then it's nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's up to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you take somebody who is, you know, you take somebody who doesn't understand, you know, that can be dangerous. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Scary. That is. It's uh, scary. Yeah. Well, how about we flip that around? What is the ideal, uh, I, I, I don't know how to say, like, because there's different uh, avenues that you're going down. Um, mm-hmm. like, like in the fetish sense, what is the, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, uh, fan, I wouldn't say client because that makes it sound like prostitution. But, you know, <laughs> like, the ideal fan. Yeah, yeah um... the ideal fan in, in every aspect of what you do from burlesque to the, Fetish I mean, to the clip stuff. What what would be the ideal of each one for you? It's pretty it's pretty 
it can it can umbrella over everything. Um, I guess the the ideal quote unquote fan um, is just somebody who is really respectful. Um, you know, who understands that I'm a person just like them. I'm not this lofty like figurehead or whatever. I'm really like personable and down to earth. Um, and you know I, that I'm not this illusion that they see on stage or online, um, you know, that they need to treat me like they'd treat, like, one of their friends, you know? Like, just, you wouldn't come at your friend like, hey, you want to see a picture of my dick, you know? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Unless, know. I, oh, I, I don't know. Do Maybe, never mind, that's you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> narcotics and being drunk out of the picture. Okay, um, then, you wouldn't no, that's randomly. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't just randomly come at somebody like that, you know? Um, yeah, somebody is cool, you know? It's just like, hey, I think this person's doing something really awesome, and I just feel like following their stuff, you know? Right. Just understand that there's parameters there, you know? That I'm not a thing. I'm, I'm a person. And you're a person. You know? Treat me you like, like a person. person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. something that that I think uh um is lost on 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 a lot of people is that uh because they are a consumer, you are not a person, you are a product and mm -hmm. they want yeah. to treat you that way and that's not at all how it actually works. There's a misconception. Yeah. In exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't care what I do, whether it's burlesque, fetishism, whatever. I will never be somebody's product. I will never be solely a product. I am, I am a person who has a character who does a certain line of work, but I'm never exclusively a product to be used or manipulated, you know? So I think, yeah, like you said, when people see you online or they see you on stage they're just like they give this one image not this multifaceted picture but just this one thing you know oh i want that i'm gonna grab right. it you know yeah. no you can't just grab it <laughs> <laughs> no you no. have to ask permission first <laughs> politely yes and then give me money <laughs> <laughs> And see, that's that's the best way to go about it. It's, uh, yeah, I, I like that. That that's the way it should be. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully people can be educated in that. Hopefully, this helps a little bit uh, to where people can understand that concept. Uh, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think media has a lot to do with that because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if, if, anytime you see anyone who does any kind of whether it be like burlesque is commonly uh, associated with being a stripper or a strippers mm -hmm. commonly associated with being a prostitute, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and it's always cheapened and made to be a, a product transaction when really it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's much more than that. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's just, it's frankly just entertainment. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's like, I think of it as like going to the circus for adults, you know, <laughs> so, yes. 
a much more entertaining version of the circus. Uh, I, yeah, I well, I, I mean, there you go. There's something for everybody. <laughs> I can tell you this, that uh, I, I was laughing hysterically throughout that show. Uh, it was... It was, it, yeah, it, it was very entertaining. Uh, if you're going in just to, to look at tits and ass, you'll get that. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. Uh, there's actually, even if that's not what your appeal is, it's a really uh, entertaining and enjoyable experience. And always make sure that you do go to the right restroom because that will make your night a whole lot better yeah. overall. <laughs> If women aren't screaming yeah. and you walk out of the bathroom and everyone's looking at you, you that will that will yeah. make your night go down a little downhill. So I yeah, that is very typically you. However, so <laughs> I, I honestly I thought that the place was so progressive that it was co-ed. I was like, oh, we got a burlesque show, uh, you know. A co-ed bathroom, and we just yeah. walk on up in here, yeah. And it was like, when I'm in the stall, I'm like, oh, no, this is totally... This no, is totally yeah, restaurant. it is, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and even though I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, don't freak Hi. out. Um, I am... I, Sorry. I, 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 I didn't know. Uh, they still screamed. Uh, that was not cool on their part. <laughs> I tried approaching it in, in, in the best way possible, um, but, but YOLO, that, that's life. YOLO, yeah. And, and you, you know what? One. Yes. And I don't know if you remember, I ended up dancing on stage at the end, if you remember that. I do remember, yes. And probably the sexiest it's... dance of the night was, was that. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was... it's always an adventure with you around. <laughs> broken toilets or not yeah um yeah <laughs> so to wrap things up i guess uh i've done a lot of questions uh and and all of that uh i was wondering yeah, I... uh this is a hacker podcast so uh what's mm -hmm. what's something that you'd like to learn about security uh that you may have heard or, or or something if you got any questions or anything like that well i mean you know me and you know that i'm not tech savvy at all and whenever i was coming up with the concept for this website the very first person that i contacted about security was you because uh -huh. you know there's no other person that i know who knows more about this topic than you do and um so, I mean, just from, like, our private conversations, I've already learned a lot. But, um, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, uh, after this podcast, if we continue to talk, we could probably come up with so many different things um, to protect me uh, as much as we can because I know that you gave me very realistic um, expectations as far as, protecting myself online and that it's not entirely 100% foolproof ever. So, um, you know, so far, um, I've, I've just, I've learned a fucking metric shit ton from you well, that's good. That's <laughs> about good. all this. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I, I had no idea before. So it's just this continuing, uh, education that you're giving me all the time. <laughs> 
Well, th- that's good. And and see, the thing that, uh, you know, I feel like you can pass that on and the, the, the more the conversation gets, you know, continues on, we can actually do something to help out the community as a whole so that, mm-hmm. you know, your friends and, and people uh, who are involved in uh, burlesque uh, that are entertainers at large can benefit from uh, these conversations and maybe build something that can help everyone out. So uh, definitely, you know, I mean, um, I'm going to BurleyCon next month and I think it would be really interesting for you perhaps next year to propose teaching a class at BurleyCon to burlesquers. Because it's, it's just a weekend. It's just a freaking weekend of education, burlesque education. That's all it is. And they have classes on everything. So I think that would be cool to propose I, for next year. I mean, you get paid, you get a stipend, all that. Wow. Um, so yeah, Sold. you know, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Sign me you can up. Do that. Spread the uh, knowledge. And then maybe I can Canadian learn. Girls. Yay. Well, that yeah, that's not necessarily like the uh, prime objective, but I would like to go to the classes so that I could uh, be sexier when I hijack a stage. And, uh, Definitely. Yeah, you know. <laughs> learn, learn how to peel. Yeah, see, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. All I all I know is to go up and rub my nipples while wearing an Italian-made shirt. That's all oh, I really got in my caliber. So. Uh, I was just very much frightened by that image in my head. but Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are pictures, I believe, and maybe even videos. So if you ever Probably, want to Probably, yeah. Go. Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, you're in my wedding video. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, go look it up and uh, go teach and go learn something. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, th- that would be awesome. Yeah, sign me up for next year. That I'm, I'm definitely down for that. And we're going to continue the conversation okay. and see what we can do to protect you uh, and others. And, definitely. And, you know, have some fun in the process. So uh, th- yeah. thanks Thanks for uh, being on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, you're uh, welcome, <laughs> Naughty Lola. Thank uh, you. Everyone, uh, again, one last time. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? Oh, sure. Um, you can search for me, Naughty Lola, um, on Facebook, or you can search and or you can search for my troop, um, Boom Boom Burlesque. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at the wisest girl on earth. Come follow me. All right. Well, thanks. And, uh, for all of you listeners out there who are uh, finding us on iTunes or, uh, SoundCloud, be sure to check out shadow.systems. So you'll be able to find all of our podcasts and upcoming content that will be dropping on your asses. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, again, thank you again, Naughty Lola, for uh, entertaining us tonight, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Anytime. All right, well, thank you all again for listening, and this is Shadowcast.
Sisters. <laughs>